The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. And it's time again to close our week out with a song. Returning to cap off the week with me is the creator of Ever Present, Molly Farnsley. Hello again. Today's music video is for Paula Cole's I Don't Want to Wait, which I'll get I'll get this out of the way. This is the Dawson's <laughs> Creek song. We it know. Is. We know it's the Dawson's Creek song. (laughs) But before that, it was the second single from her 1996 album, This Fire, which the music video was released in 97, almost a year after the album. So I was looking up this album. The first single from it didn't drop till March the following year. So this must have been like, well, we'll try this. And then she picked up some steam, maybe touring, and then they started making videos. As the song, it reached number 11 on the United States Billboard Hot 100. VH1 ranked the song as number 81 on the 100 Greatest Songs of the 90s list. Wow. It is directed by Mark Seliger and Fred Woodward, and they also directed music videos for Lenny Kravitz' I Belong to You, Sarah McLaughlin's Building a Mystery, Holes Violet, and Joan Osborne's One of Us. Seliger was also a photographer at Rolling Stone from 1992 to 2002, and he did more than 100 cover shots for Rolling Stone, and he did album covers for Diana Krall and Burning Spear, and he did personal celebrity portraits like, hey, dude, I want you to do mine for Susan Sarandon, David Byrne, Willie Nelson, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Kurt Cobain, Lenny Kravitz, Rob Thomas, and Tony Bennett. So at one point, those people had a shot of themselves probably in their mansion from this guy. <laughs> but both him and Fred Woodward took their names off this music video. Really? They were, yep. This is an Alan Smithy music video <laughs> because they did their cut and there was a alternate edit of this which is probably the one we watched of this music video. Okay. And it was accidentally sent to the st- to music video, like VH1, oh, no. MTV, all those. And they had both, but they would continue to incor- play the incorrect. Oh, no. One. So they took their names off of it. They're like, Mm-mm, Alan oh, Smithy. Well, I'm very curious what the alternate version looked like. It was chronological. So this is supposed to be a story of an immortal woman. I wondered. <laughs> and she as she lives her life and loses lovers to age. Yes. So it bounces around and they didn't like that. Mm. So it's supposed to be in order of how she is, which mine, I think the one I ended today ended on the the kind of like rocket dancer or whatever. So I would yeah, feel like the that's slapper. the last one. Yeah. But they would air the incorrect one so they like take her name off of it. We're not happy with this. Four minutes. The song was written about when she realized her grandfather was near the end of her life and not wanting to make the same mistakes he did in life. So mm-hmm. she doesn't want to wait for her life to be over. <laughs> oh, but that's uh, a powerful message. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you think of this music video? Let's just yeah. get into this. 
So like just music video aside, I thought it was immediately I was thrust back into the 90s, which was my childhood. And while I didn't like watch a lot of these music videos growing up, I turned five years old when this song came out. (laughs) (laughs) So let me just, you know, put that in perspective. Mm -hmm. I, I, the sound was definitely reminded me of that more like soulful kind of, you know, era of music. And so the music video, the, the symbolism and, and even though the, so here's the thing, even though a lot of the eras that they were showing in the fashion, mm-hmm. the camera angles and the, the movement felt still very nineties, which I thought was unique. So I liked that right off the bat, that it was like, this is definitely a little piece of nineties right here. <laughs> right. This is really artistic more in I, I, some of the photography is, but a lot of more like costume set design. Mm-hmm. Like somebody is really going all out with it because it's really kind of for a small space granted, but it looks really genuine and they yeah. got a, a lot of different, they take her through different eras. Like there's a very Victorian one. There's mm-hmm. a Renaissance with big wigs. That's where the yeah. sex scene is. <laughs> you could tell it was French. A, <laughs> right, yeah. Like, um, right, the one I, Antoinette action going on here. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. <laughs> the one I wanted more of was just the static one where it was her with clocks in the background. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be her like soul. That's how I interpreted yeah. it. It was timeless. okay. Yeah, there she was wearing white. She didn't belong to an era. That was just her untethered. Just time to was passing. Time, yeah. Time. The shackles yeah. of time. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought she looked her best there too. I was oh, like. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she, it looks like a different person and all. These, yeah, I thought almost that too. All these. I, I thought that too. Man, a wig will make you really change your personality. Yeah, I remember Paula Cole like as a teen boy in the '90s freaked me out when I first saw. She had a her first single was "Where Have All the Cowboys Gone." Mm. And it was this music video, just her dancing around. But when she danced, because she does, she's a weird kind of just probably Lilith Fair type, like feeling yeah. it dancer. She would like when she lift her arms, it was like. She had hairy armpits, and I wasn't really? accustomed when I was a kid and stuff. That wasn't something Kami heard no, about. I was like, oh, common. what? It no. threw me for a loop. <laughs> for one, women, from? I don't know. Uh, Canada? I don't know. But for, for me, <laughs> at the time, I'm saying at the time, look, women, shave your armpits, don't shave. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. It's beautiful just, what, beautiful yeah, either way. Yeah, I have no issue against that either. It's just not what we usually see. Let's but as back. a teen boy in the 90s, whoa. Oh, definitely in the 90s. But I do remember too, it was a point of conversation when she took off with that, because that was a popular song too, that they talked about. They talked about the hair under her armpits. It was like a big thing, like, oh my gosh, whoa, what's that? What's that? <laughs> like the VJs would be like, whoa, what's going on, man? I don't know, Kennedy. Like all that. <laughs> But this song came, and I just instantly knew I'm like, okay, this is this is a really good song here. Where have all the Cowboys gone? Was good too, but this one was just like, okay, this is gonna be huge. And I and think, I have heard it before. As soon as I hit the the chorus, I thought, ah, this one, yes, okay. Yes. Never knew who sang it. Never knew that there was a music video. So absolutely, like, gotcha. It's but yeah, I think Dawson's Creek made it timeless. Of course, because now when you hear it, you don't. There's not Dawson, Pacey. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's what you're thinking of. Mm-hmm, Katie mm-hmm. Holmes, Michelle Williams, Kerr Smith, the whole gang pops yeah. in your head. And it's almost like, because it became like a joke. So anytime you want to parody or make someone laugh about something like high school or whatever, Dawson's Creek. <laughs> which, which I will mention, Dawson's Creek, I will never forget its premiere because it was on my birthday. Really? Yes, oh, wow. my birthday that year. 
I believe it was I believe it was 1998 when I turned 16 was the Mm. series premiere January 20th 1998 was the series premiere of Dawson's Creek if I'm off by a year or two shut up I know it was my birthday (laughs) because I was like there's a new show nobody cares yeah there's a new show that's premiering on my birthday and it's from the guy who made Scream and the kid in it wants to make movies cool hey this is just you basically and then i watched it i'm like oh he's kind of douchey <laughs> oh man i, I kind of like, but... like that too where birth there was like i think the movie was happy death day and i'm like oh. that's my birthday oh was it your birthday october oh. 13th mm-hmm. oh wow oh okay i had a friend growing up his birthday was october 13th if you're listening Excellent. hello shop yeah um, and it was on friday the 13th too i'm like well i'm oh, gonna okay. die today or i'm not <laughs> i did not you did not. And you didn't have to repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. And no, repeat it. I did not. Not to my knowledge. No. <laughs> to your knowledge. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah, Dawson's Creek, the big premiere. And it was with Buffy, too. So I was like, I was there. Yes. I was, I was yeah. there. And this wasn't the choice, though, for Dawson's Creek. They wanted Hand in My Pocket by Alanis Morissette. But they couldn't obtain licensing rights for it. So they moved on to this. And I always thought, that their alternate choice, which I wrong, was How's It Gonna Be by Third Eye Blind because a lot of their television ads ran with that song on it. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, but the weird thing about it, they licensed it, the song. So there's a lot of weird licensing rights that changed once digital music and album stuff came where they mm-hmm. only licensed it for network broadcasting and they did not incorporate DVD sales. So this was before oh, all that. Oh, yeah, so what do you do? On, on DVD, Dawson's Creek does not have this song. It's got this song called Run Like Mad by Jane Arden. My mm-hmm. wife's my wife is a huge Dawson's Creek nut. Mm-hmm. And it just does not as a person who's not a Dawson's Creek fan, I didn't I watched like the first season. Mm-hmm. But seeing it start and have that just feels icky. It doesn't feel right. Like, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like this is the alternate dimension Dawson's Creek. Paula Cole's I don't want to wait is the like just cut the intro then or play it silently yeah. because it just yeah. does not go together. And the song the song doesn't even give the same vibe. It just mm-hmm. it makes it it turns it into like some generic lifetime channel knockoff of Dawson's <laughs> Creek when you hear it. It's like that's not cool. It, it'd no. be like friends not having I'll be there for you. Right. On there. And like married with children, that's another series that had that problem their first season had frank sinatra's love and marriage but from then on on dvd it had some generic muzak from the bin of free stuff to use but it it makes me wonder how much of the world would change if licensing was much more loose or um, well it just it did change now now they got their grounds covered but they never saw a world where they would be selling it a second way other than syndication. So these people would make their things for syndicated to networks and stuff after it aired on syndication, but they never had the DVD, which because DVDs had a big boom and therefore people started to get, Hey, where's my extra money? I never signed for this. Cause Mm -hmm. no one, no one really, unless you were twin peaks or Star Trek, no one released their television show on VHS too much. I mean, specifics, doctor who nerd collector, areas you got your tv series on vhs but right this no but yeah so it just doesn't feel right (laughs) right but the dawson's creek tangent but that goes with this song i picked it because it's dawson's creek so the listener like why aren't they talking about the music video with the music video you see a lot of dudes in different eras sit in a chair or something and then you flash away and then they're old and then she's like oh covered in a black veil and I'm like, oh, yeah, what's she going on? I know what that means. Yeah, she covers him in a black veil. That's true. 
For a um, second, I, my first kind of brief there, I wondered if she was killing them because she wasn't. Oh, yeah. And they were like that. Oh, I don't know what happened to my husband. I am now a poor widow. No, but I don't think that's the, that's not the, the, yeah. go, the, the vibe they were going for. Yeah, there's oh, there's a guy. Yeah, there's that one guy with. I was like, is he a lover or something? Because there's that guy with like she was on the horse, and then he was just like behind it, like <laughs> I, I'm here. I thought he was like a page, like a, a, a squire yeah. boy or something. No, I well, think he was a husband. He just had super super pale. Well, yeah, he was hair. so white, and then like they zoomed in on him. I'm like, oh, oh, he's got like a mustache. This I couldn't is not see a child. <laughs> I couldn't see it till he got close up, and I could barely see it then. <laughs> But yeah, and then one guy's got an eye patch. Yeah, but he was cool. Yeah, he was cool. And uh, there is like a little part where she's like playing a piano at one point, and then she's got a torch in one place. It's, it gets intense a little bit, but I mean, it's overall just like a little artsy concept thing, a little not highly avant-garde, but leaning in that direction. And... It was it was like flirting with the avant-garde, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. that would be an excellent band name, flirting with the avant-garde. The avant-garde. Later. Could, anyway could be taken uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like music videos when they tell a story that's when it's my mm-hmm. favorite and when it goes hand in hand with the music i mean it's even it's even better mm-hmm. i love storytelling of any kind whether it's books web comics so on so music video it just adds an extra layer of like mm-hmm. flavor shall we say when music yeah. gets to be a part of it so let me Anymore. ask you this have you ever encountered a song where you were like i love this but then you watch the music video and the music video ruined the song for you. Ruined? No. Enhanced? Yes. I'd okay. say enhanced. Uh, enhanced I would yes. say some have ruined it for me because really? the story, I was like, oh, I didn't think the story was about that or, you know, oh, no, I didn't like the direction they took with that. Or So for me, I actually okay. try to avoid the music video if I'm really in love with the song. Mm. And I don't, and I mean, I don't know the singer at all. Like, I don't know, usually know what they produce so i'll sometimes read a synopsis first before like whole hog into it right in case i get disappointed but that's just my preference see journeys separate ways worlds apart still rocks even though it's got one of the crappiest you know, almost <laughs> but it's hilariously crappy <laughs> is i don't want to talk about that'll be an episode someday okay. down the road but <laughs> that, one, that 80s music that one literally looks like they needed something pulled the tour bus over, shot it behind a Home Depot and left. Like <laughs> it really looks like that. And I'll probably repeat that someday when I do that video. Excellent. But yeah, I like good, bad. Like I, I'm so far removed from them now that the okay. bad one, the bad ones are now like, ha ha, I remember that. So you still than, look at them fondly. It's not like, oh, well, this ruined it for me now. I wouldn't say that. I don't think any okay, of them really so ruined a song. I, I know some improved a song, but mm-hmm. I, I'm now I'm now I'm trying to think. I can't. I can't come up with one. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it didn't happen, but I, I can't come up with one or an event that it happened to me. I think there were some that I was like disappointed that the song's video didn't have better representation. Yeah. Uh, than it did. Or like didn't match the song at all, which has happened quite a few times to me. And I'm going, what? who came up with this? Do I need to watch it a few more times to get it? Or you just were like, I want to tell this story and the song will be the coattails on which I ride, you know, like to make. How, how much cocaine was on set? Okay. <laughs> like what was that? Just all over your face, bring your teeth. I don't know. But yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's Paula Cole. I don't want to wait. Check it out if you want to go on YouTube or something and you can watch it there. Or Get just, it. just surf for dawson's creek and hear it hear it as james vanderbeek and joshua jackson get introduced to you the way you like it so there's that and that'll do it for this week molly thank you for joining me and being here all week thank you it's been 
a lot of fun. And one more time, tell people how to keep up with your happening. Yes. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm pretty active there. My handle name there is at living for the lamb. That's L I V I N the number four and then the lamb living for the lamb. All right. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. My written work is at whysoapblue.com. Uh, we'll return next week. And until then, remember, always keep the positivity in your online film chatter. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetersshow.com. show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.